Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Diet Sauce Monday podcast. Before we get into this episode, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast week in, week out. We absolutely love it, and we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you. To our 176 Spotify followers, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. If you haven't followed us, please remember to click the link and the bell notification so you're notified every time we release an episode. Let's try to get that to 200 before the end of the month. That would be absolutely killer. And to our sponsor for this episode, River Hard Salsa, the absolute hangover killer. This drink is not only delicious, but it has zero sugar, zero carbs, and only 74 calories. It is an absolute game changer. Go and check them out at riverhardsalsa.co.za and use our discount code of Monday to get 10% off. Right, let's get into the episode with Johnny. It's an absolute banger. This 18-year-old is the next entrepreneur of the year. Steve Bartlett, watch out. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Diet Starts Monday podcast. We are live. I got my River Hard Salsa here with me, sponsoring this pod. Absolutely delicious. Loving it. I'm here with the boys, Jay Chap and Ryan Hawkins, back in the house, third time running. Welcome again. Thank you very much. Can't wait for Joel to leave so I can be a permanent resident. He is becoming a permanent resident, so I hope you guys like the sound of his voice. I've had some good feedback, so keep it coming, guys. (laughs) Ryan's doing the intro of our guest this evening. Cool. So we've got the youngest guest on the pod at the moment. He's recently just matriculated bishops. Uh, he's 18 years old. Um, he's going to go to Stellenbosch University. And of course, he's my future brother-in-law. Oh, Welcome. Mr. Johnny Makopoulos. Thanks, guys. Mr. Johnny Makopoulos. Yeah. Bro, I'm actually quite excited for this episode because when Jay brought it to me, I was like, okay, what's this going to be all about? But it's actually, I'm super interested to know what's going on with sort of like your age group and the, yeah, the like, younger crowd. Like yeah, millennials I, versus Gen Z vibe. Yeah, it is Gen think, Z, right? Oh, yeah, Gen Z, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are millennial, I'm Gen Z. That's what I'm saying, we're millennials yeah. and you Gen Z. So. No, I'm also, I've been super excited for long. Obviously, like we went off of such short notice the other day we were just like cool let's do it tomorrow i was like Fuck it. yeah i know well, we've been planning it for a while yeah, we spoke a lot no no yeah. we spoke like a month ago probably yeah about exactly it. yeah and also like i as soon as we spoke about it the other day i mean like a month ago uh, I go back to my house and I mess with my friends. I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast. Everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. Also, such a famous podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, you normally like to say, like, go back to your, you know, your childhood Your roots. So that's like, what, like a year so, ago. So, <laughs> so how was it to be a baby, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah so, cool. It was like, I always say to people that I had three moms growing up mm-hmm. because me and my sisters have such a big age gap. So Aura, obviously, your fiance, 28 now, 29. 29, 30 this Get year. that right, buddy. Okay, <laughs> and then Cleo, 31. So <clears throat> when I grew up, uh, yeah, I basically had three moms. They even driving me everywhere to school sometimes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, besides that, I think I grew up in a really nice household. We. So you're always from bishops? From grade one? No, no, no. I was gonna say, how can you always be from Bishop? (laughs) (laughs) So I actually went to Crindendale Primary School. Out in the Republic of Hot Bay. Yeah, yeah, out in the Republic. We used to live in Hotbay. We used to live in Hot Bay. And I went there until grade three. And then when we moved to Camps Bay, I went to uh, Bishops and I actually started boarding in grade four. So I started boarding at quite a young age. And it's Bishop's Junior, eh? Yeah, Not that's, Bishop. that's, that, that's okay. a prep school. So I went yeah. to prep in grade four, 
started uh, boarding there and yeah it was tough at the start for about half a year it was really tough for me in terms was of it, was it just a change of schools going from co-ed no to no no not, not not the change of schools i think the fact that i went to co-ed school helped me a lot mm. uh, a lot of guys that were 30 that got like a 13 year time were at bishop since like the pre-prep you can see there's like a big rift between the guys that came from co-ed schools to the high school or to the prep school and then the guys that have been at all boys their whole life like they do have a challenge or a delay in interacting with uh, with other people with females in general and with stuff females, like that. yeah. yeah that's actually quite funny because i actually went to crindle as well in grade three and get winner sex in grade four yeah and i found the same thing i mean I was like the king of Krunendal cruising around. Like, so you go to an all boys <laughs> school Krunendal. and you're like, what's going <laughs> on here? Like there's too many dudes in testosterone. <laughs> so do you think that helped you with, you know, women going forward? Um, I don't know. I, we were so young. I mean, we were playing spin the bottle back in those days. So it wasn't well, like, I mean, we were like, we're yeah, but it wasn't like, oh, it's going to be a serious date. It's more like, you know, you're so small. So yeah, no, fair enough. So how was it navigating bishops? Yeah, so I started obviously... 10 years old is quite young to start boarding even though it's weekly it is like a it's a bit of a struggle at the start yeah and what i actually found was i boarded for a term in grade nine at bishop so that's a college now the difference between prep and college obviously there's a whole thing of initiation and like the older kids like beating down the younger is kids there's still an initiation going on there when i was at prep boarding there was much more than the college boarding college which is strict now yeah, yeah, college is quite strict now. You can't really do a lot of the stuff like you guys probably experienced or they used to do at the boarding schools. Mm. But like grade four, I remember literally getting dropped on my head, thrown in bins, like the things you would see in American films. Mm -hmm. you? Really? But oh. yeah, but uh, so I boarded for a year. Grade five, I was like, please, can I leave to my parents? So uh, we, when I got to grade five, the end of grade four, I was like, please, please, can I leave this place? And my parents were like, cool. And then actually in grade six and grade seven, I begged them to go back to boarding. I was like, oh, please can I go back? It was uh, super small. We were the last year of boarding ever at Bishop's Prep and it was like five of us catered for a hundred boys of boarding. Really? So it was like perfect, yeah. Okay. So what do you mean you were the last year there? So they just... They could, after our grade seven year at boarding, they closed boarding school. At for the prep, prep school. Right? Yeah, was the there prep. a reason for that? or was It, it was just... because they didn't have enough people signing up for boarding. No, because I always felt like, I mean, obviously we went to Saks, myself and Ryan, but we always never heard about Bishops Junior. We always heard about the college. Yeah. You know, we never, you always hear wet pups and then you hear wet pups feeder for Bishops College. Mm. Basically, but yeah. you never hear about Bishops Junior. That's mm. so true. And yeah. that's why that's quite interesting because I don't know many people that have gone to Bishops Did you Junior. go to Saks from? Great one's my trick. Yeah. Okay. I went to wet pups. It was sick. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a feeder school like yeah we, yeah, yeah. yeah a feeder school. that's Wave what Pops. i thought uh, we got a bunch of people from wake up uh, yeah. but is bishops junior even on the same grounds as bishops no no, no 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 so okay. where's across it? the road so uh -huh. you've got sandown road going across it's i mean sorry camp, campground mm. and then it's actually not a bridge you got underground mm. and you can go to the college so every day because at the prep we use a lot of the colleges like sports facilities okay. so every day we'll do that underneath no way yeah. oh, that's so really yeah. interesting weird pubs it's like 75% bishops and then the rest St Andrews Sachs Wash yeah. Weinberg yeah. mainly actually St Andrews yeah like, St so Andrews I would have to say my best friend now actually yeah. he went to St Andrews until grade 10 and then came to bishops yeah, yeah. Nice. okay so you said where were we now we were up until grade 9 and then what happened and then so at grade 9 I did a term of boarding and then obviously COVID hit and then so how was school wait, COVID during was COVID? COVID? Yes, oh. COVID uh, school during COVID was sick. 
It was, it was fucking amazing. I can imagine. Enough to do any work. We had a holiday because COVID, there was like the outbreak and it was just leading into our holidays. They were just like extended for like two months. So, so like so March, 2020. March, 2020 until literally nearly halfway through the year, we were on holiday. We we're just doing nothing. That's so nice. So then when online school came, I was dosing during lessons, no cameras on. Like yeah. I would wake up, we obviously no chapel and stuff so you don't have to get to school early. I'd wake up at nine, in bed, like join my first class, close, and then go back to sleep oh, until my amazing. second class. <laughs> so it was like chill. Sometimes I just wouldn't get up a bed uh, the whole day. So you were literally taking chilling. classes from your laptop. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Wow. And in terms of like the sports, yeah, world, were they say. itching to like get back out there? Or, I mean, Especially the first team rugby, mm, like yeah. that whole yeah. year they lost. Just imagine you. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So like guys, especially uh, scholarship guys that like are bred to be yeah. sportsmen and on the rugby field and stuff they probably took a really hard hit i actually knew some uh because i started boarding in founders their founders is known to bishops for having a lot of like yeah. the big rugby guys yeah. just for the so, listeners out there there's four houses right yeah no no no, no. there's eight houses no, three eight. boarding yeah, yeah. three oh, boarding oh, right. houses eight yeah that's quite a lot Jeez, we had four I think four or five. I can't yeah, remember yeah. Papa Nini's little school yeah. we've got eight <laughs> <laughs> as well yeah. and then yeah so Online school was fun, but at some point it got just tedious and it's like you want to go out and see your friends. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So then leading into grade 10, it was kind of half half. So it was like grade eight and nine would go in for one week and the rest are online. And then the next week we go in and then the grade eights and nines are online. And was it like strict protocol at school in terms of like hygiene and. Yeah. Uh, not so much hygiene. The only strict protocol was wearing your mask. They'd okay. be really annual about that. But like yeah. sanitizing hands, like no one enforced that. Also, uh, thermometers every day you had to go in for screening get oh, your wow, temperature every taken day. every I, single day if I remember one stage yeah. you selling thermometers around yeah so <laughs> getting on the budding entrepreneur yeah. yeah besides like little tuck shop businesses and stuff like that at school my first actually proper uh, business I'll call it was it was called Autotemp and we were selling automatic thermometers so the handhold ones were like super crappy and like cheap and like re I've been read wrong like a million times with those things so we just wanted to find a a thermometer that was good and we were like there's a gap in the market for it so yeah. we sourced them from china these ones you just stick on the wall and you put your head they're super accurate and we're just like what are they called? Do it. we, we caught from so we our brand was called autotemp but if you search in just automatic thermometer so one of the reasons why we brought johnny on today is because of his entrepreneurial mindset at the age of 18 and this is just one of the many yeah. Uh, businesses that he started yeah, if you go to my linkedin i've got uh, a link there for i'll it. bring it up now but when 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 you say we our brand so like did you found the brand or did you yeah, just find it like in china or something no so me, my friend ronan and i shout out to ronan yeah shout out to ronan we'll get into that later that's pretty hectic stuff going on there later down the line but we'll keep it for, uh, here for now so we were like, let's do something. We, we bored, we don't know what to do. Let's, like, let's just try and maybe make some money. Yeah, so we're like, what could we do? We just started loading up YouTube, how to make money. And then we- We, 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 <laughs> we, 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 yeah, YouTube. we were like, <laughs> YouTube literally learned how to make money. And uh, one of the things that popped up that interests us was dropshipping. That term gets I thrown out. I mean, we talked about this at one stage. Yeah, all the time. So basically dropshipping in a nutshell is you create a marketplace, a website for a product. As soon as someone buys it from you, you use some of that money to outsource it and send it to the other person. So you don't have the uh, responsibility of carrying stock with you. So we were like, cool, let's do this. We got a three uh, three grand loan out from each of our dads. So we put six together, uh, three together. So we got six and we're like, cool, we made a website. And 
uh, yeah, we basically sourced them from China that we just started selling. And then to our luck, as soon as we got the website ready, everything, and you have to run paid ads, Facebook and stuff like that to get sales. It was the Trump, uh, the election Trump one. It was okay. that election, and you Facebook had a rule that you couldn't uh, put any advertising on during the time of that uh, election, election, election because they don't want people putting on politically uh, yeah. boosted agendas and stuff like that. Oh wow! So we couldn't do that. So we were like, "What's the next best uh, best thing?" So we were like, "Let's just actually maybe get some responsibility of stock to get like we got like ten in, and we we're like, we're literally gonna go and knock on people's restaurants and just sell these things." Yeah, and how was that? Yeah, first so time out there, you know. That it, was. It can be quite nerve wracking trying to just bring in the sales. Yeah, right? no, definitely. But me and him, when we were together, we had kind of like we don't really give a fuck mindset, so we were just like we're just gonna do it. Like you were fourteen, young. Eh? fifteen. Yeah, we were fifteen. 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 Yeah. So. It's actually not even other. And then, yeah. So my dad has a my dad has a mate that uh, is trains all the sales guys. So he got us on some calls with him, how to close, how to. <laughs> oh really? So I always like remember. Crash course in sales. Yeah, yeah, literally like. Sell us that can. Sell us that can. River, baby. <laughs> I must say, River is a very nice salsa. <laughs> it is good, eh? Now even sold it to BFA. I remember walking in there and I'm like, oh, Johnny. Yeah, you so, sold these little bugger. So we did like, I remember we did a few days. We didn't get anything, and then the one day we went to the first restaurant we went. Ren's dad was driving us around for the day, and he was like, "I feel this. This is gonna be the one." We went in, and to us, like to our luck, it was the guy wanted to buy one, and his wife was sitting right next to him. She had like a kindergarten, and she wanted to buy one. So oh, it was sick. like two sales of on top of the world. I was like, we're gonna be millionaires, no more school, we out. And then obviously that didn't happen, but like, yeah, we were, it was super fun. And it wasn't more so the money, we didn't make that much money, but it wasn't more so the money that we made, it was more like the getting the skills mm, yeah. and starting pretty young to get the skills because obviously That's everything's good. easier when you're younger. So yeah. I, mean, I mean, you even had me, Brett, and your sisters sometimes standing out some of those uh, those shoe shops just so you can get like a raffle to buy some yeah, of these yeah. expensive shoes so you can resell. I'm like, how is this look up? Yeah, so, oh, that was it, uh, in town, right? Was yeah, it yeah, shelf life. Shelf life. So yeah. I, I, I did that a few times, especially in COVID. COVID was the easiest because everyone just forgot about that. So no one would go to the raffles and also no one would apply to the online raffles. I remember that probably the quickest money I've ever made was the day before the raffle. I saw these. I messaged a guy that used to buy all my shoes from me. I was like, how much you would you buy these for? He's called Cape Kicks. He's got a business. He was like, oh, 5K a pair. And they were for 2-2. Two, two. So I was like, message everyone. I was like, ID numbers, ID numbers, ID numbers. Like signing everyone up. I think I sent you my ID number. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> my dad is so out there. Bro. Yeah. The next day, my dad gets sent an email. I get sent an email. And Brett gets sent an email. Three pairs. I'm like, cool. I tell the guy, like, where do you want to meet? He's like, no, I'll just meet you outside the shop. I'm like, is this guy? No, I'm like going to buy them for 2.2 and then he's going to give me five straight out of the shop. I was like, anywhere. I go get the three pairs, spend 6.6 .6 grand, literally walk out the shop. He's like, come to my car, like a nice big BMW. I like put them in. He's like, here's 15 grand cash. Poof. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, how did this happen? I thought I was having like a fever dream. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've done, done that a few times. That's and, uh, free as well. So just the sneaker you know, game is strong. Bro. Yeah. It, well, it used to be a lot stronger. Now they don't uh, drop as much stuff that can actually make you money. Yeah, yeah, really yeah a lot of the stuff's oversaturated. They make too many pairs and a lot of stuff like that. But okay. yeah, it was a good one. Not enough rarity out there. Fair enough. Mm. And uh, yeah, so... So that was your first hustle in school? And then were you still hustling with the sneakers was in school? Uh, I didn't do that too much. I probably did that 
handful uh, of times yeah a handful of times okay no, not too much it was just like anytime i can see there's an opportunity like i saw a post about the shoes i was like okay cool maybe and then messed around how much so that entrepreneurial mindset obviously filtered a little bit down through the family and then onto you yeah. because your dad also dad. started his own businesses and yeah. whatnot so and then when you were in school did that i mean not only that as sisters as well that's yeah. what i'm saying through yeah. the family yeah yeah but um when you were in school, did that affect your, your choices for what subjects you wanted to take? Because obviously, I, I don't know, at our school, when, during, when we were, myself and Ryan were in school, back in the heyday, um, we didn't have entrops as a subject. So we didn't either. Didn't you? So the only business-related topics we had for subjects was economics. accounting and economics. And then, I thought it changed for you guys. No, some schools business do. Business management? Like, no. So I know Campsbay do uh, entrepreneurship. They have that as a subject and they have business as a subject. We don't have that. We just have straight economics and then accounting. Okay, so it's the same. So I guess our traditional schools haven't changed much then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. So, like, choosing, obviously, choosing grade 10, choosing my subjects, I've never, like, my dad never, like, tried to say, like, oh, you should do this, do that. I think just from always being interested in this line of work and always, like, having a sort of entrepreneurial and For mind, the listeners, can you tell them what your dad does? Oh yeah, so uh, he's an investment banker. So he takes on private clients for investment banking. That's okay. basically what he does. What's the company again? Uh, Finway International. Yes, that's yeah. yeah, plug plug my dad. It'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> a G out there in the business. Yeah. everyone knows about that. Yeah, yeah he's been in there for over three decades, I think. Yeah, yeah we we invested with him as well. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I think just always being around, like my sister's entrepreneurial mindset, my dad entrepreneurial mindset, always being interested in finance. Like finance has always been my thing. My, uh, numbers anything to do with that should we reveal your matric results oh yeah i got four distinctions what i was actually hoping for five that was my nice. goal but uh, i was i was very happy with four because it was in the subjects i really wanted to get them and so okay maths economics accounting and then life orientation i got a a4 okay what a bugger. Uh, yeah and then b's for the rest Decent, decent. Very decent. Way better than me. Way, <laughs> way better than Brett as well. <laughs> I can always know it. Yeah. yeah, like my marks are also horrendous. Yeah, Afrikaans, bro. I think I got like 45. Oh, I just passed Afrikaans. Yeah, I don't know how I scraped by, bro. Yeah, my mate got a 53. I, can still, I still remember all my 53. My mate got a 30 on the dot. 30 used to pass Afrikaans. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I heard so. someone failed from bishops. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's this guy. Uh, Friend of yours? Uh, I'd say like acquaintance we're not like friends we don't draw together or like hang out together but like okay. we've known each other and we, we've spoken and stuff like that but uh, yeah I wouldn't get into that fair enough yeah. so this isn't directed at you but uh, are any of the boys at school taking steroids these days? <laughs> <laughs> what it, sounds it sounds vain but I have got like people asking me if I've yeah, taken because, okay so just for context guys Johnny grew from quite being quite small to I mean how tall yeah, are you now so six foot two three six foot four six foot four so, yeah. and you and you fucking jacked my brother yeah. I knew him at waist tights and now he's over my head it's just it's yeah, yeah, but so, tall, I mean steroids obviously doesn't make you tall I was, no, obviously, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying I was just giving context yeah, yeah, yeah. to. I know. think I was one. Little steroids don't make you tall, bro. Jay will be on there. Hey, you throw some growth hormone in there. Yeah, you throw, throw some, some growth hormone in there. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Johnny's on some like, sort of special tea or something. I went from being 156 centimeters in grade eight to in grade ten, I had like a massive growth spurt, and now I'm sitting at like 193. 
Jesus Christ. So, I had a gross bird. I, said, I, was like, I was like, every two weeks, I was like, no, the soak's gone taller. And I come back two weeks later, I'm like, the soak's even more taller. What's going on here? Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. But, yeah. but what I mean, Shut basically, up. is like, what's the scene like in the gym and the rugby scene? Are the like, guys underage taking steroids at school? Like, did you see it at all? Yeah, yeah. So at Bishop's, it's not like a, like a common occurrence. I guess uh, I was never like extremely close with first team rugby players. Only a few that I know didn't do steroids. Mm. But there's definitely some, uh, I don't know, maybe a polo player or two that I don't know of. But throughout the whole, I think, I think there was a phase, maybe when you guys were in matric and maybe a few years after that like steroids grew and then mm. now it's kind of died down. Yeah. But to be honest, I don't remember seeing any steroids when I was at school. No, yeah. I can kind of understand that like I, as I, I was no, leaving. Oh yeah. Like, so suspicions maybe one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Like what really? suspicions, but I mean, I never physically saw it with my eyes. Yeah, I never saw no, it. No, I never right. saw it. Like, hey, give me a look and Jakey in the bum net. Help me out. I think it was definitely around my time. Is when it? I was in matric and then as it I was leaving so like got, you said we got, we got, yeah, the guys yeah. behind me you could see it pick up we, and that actually makes sense I can kind of see that we got three so, different matriculation times there. so uh, we were 07 Roscoe was 2011 and you were I was uh, 2023 2023 <laughs> <laughs> old bullies oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so wait back to, going back to high school last year so you finished up this man's popular bro <laughs> I mean, I don't but, know why you have a phone. I'm mean, trying to call you all day earlier. Yeah, suppose. actually, we've got to rinse you now for your rescheduling as well. Oh, it's all like 8 o'clock, then 5 o'clock, then 6.30, then 6. I mean, yeah. it's things to a fucking time. Uh, I'm going I'm to impart some wisdom on you. It's called Google Calendar. Do it. Yeah. It'll save your life. I, I just bought, every year I bought, buy at the beginning of the year, a calendar that I write on. I like pen and paper a lot more. No, bro. But give it the time. It's no, no, no. It wasn't that. Do you know your what it was? Your pen and paper's at your home. Your phone's with you so, all the time. I'm today with my mate chilling at his house. We go to the Caltex to refuel his car and get some snacks, he said. And then we're driving back to his house. We just miss his, uh, the turn down to his road. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, bro. Like my, the BMW is in Grassy Park getting fixed and I have to go fetch it today. Can you drive Why is it back? getting fixed interesting? I'm like, bro, Grassy Park all the way. Like I have to be back busy trying to make tuna for the whole farm. And uh, <laughs> no, it's been a day, but shot for coming through. We made yeah. it work. Oh, eventually, eventually. Who, who's beautiful Maserati are you driving around on your insta uh, <laughs> <laughs> that yellow one's my dad's but uh i actually wasn't i'm not allowed to drive that uh, so i had to get <laughs> who's driving around then so my uh, so you know adam so adam's uh, my mate the one i said moved from st andrews to bishops yeah his dad we called him and he was like sure, sure i'll do it oh, really? so yeah so we just actually uh, launched a it's called wear it street it's a streetwear clothing brand uh, tell us yeah and uh it was the most, not reckless, I'm trying to find the word, most impulsive uh, business I've ever started. So it was about less than a week ago. We, so, okay, I think I should start with yeah, the event start, company. Start back. Yeah. Because yeah. then it will lead into that. So I've always, like, been around events. Obviously, Brett, my, uh, this is his husband. He's always done events. He done, we love summer and all those, yeah, like, yeah. pioneer of that in Cape Town. We had Recently on the, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um obviously having that around all my life and him telling me like it's good money da, 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 like showing me how it's done I actually worked for Output AV's company for a while just like literally lifting boxes with Gareth and I was like cool I, I, it's about time I get into this so uh, my two mates like brothers to me I do everything with them I was like let's let's just start an events company got back from Plate Rage and we contacted the owner of LA Lounge a guy called Eamon and we've known him for quite some time I was like, cool, we want to do it. So when can we do it? He was like, okay, cool, it's when, next Wednesday. And it was the Wednesday. So we were like, he was like, you got a week to prepare. 
we're like ours ours to be honest with you i was a bit uh, scared but we managed actually up to that point in time because we surpassed it later but getting one of the most financially successful doors in the club's history and it had been open for about two years so yes. off a week we were just like we need to pump this marketing as much as we can and we ended up at, where did you pump it on instagram it took us through the hustle from yeah. start to finish yeah so um so we decided to like split up roles i'm all the finance uh i've got like a business bank account i opened i do all the, like the spreadsheets of uh calculating like our profits and stuff like that nice. and then anything like technical logistics and then <clears throat> leo my mate he does all media he's super creative he does like the instagram uh any giveaways posts he designs all the posters the videos he edits them and then adam is in charge of all the promotions so we have like various promotion groups like one group will will get all the like the hot girls or the most popular girls they like repost it so like everyone's like okay they're coming maybe we'll come then we've got girls that we can use for like the door ladies if we do uh unique things like we get free shots on one day at the door we've got girls to half of that that we pay and then like atmosphere models so he runs all that side nice. so, so got a good little team going yeah so it's like it's a super like uh sometimes it doesn't work out how we like it obviously there's like bumps in the road on the way to like trying to make it like a good business, business but yeah. uh yeah we've got it pretty well now like a well-worded machine i say and will so, that continue when you guys go to Stellenbosch? Yeah, definitely. So, so Stellenbosch, where are you going? Yeah, so I'm going to Stellenbosch. I'm studying uh, BCom Investment Management. So is Adam. And then I met Leo, uh, who's the more like creative guy. He's studying entrepreneurship, what you do. Nice. That's such yeah. a sick uni. I was there for four years. Crazy. Yeah. So I'm so excited. Where are you going to stay? So we still don't have a place. <laughs> so Leo's got a place in Acker. Yeah, Academia. I was in Acker for you too. He's got a single room and we were actually all three of us were looking to move in together because his dad didn't mind losing the deposit but then we couldn't find a place for three people there was nothing and then his dad was just like these guys will contact me i have to like accept it yeah so then me and adam started looking for a two-bedroom one and we actually found one like two days ago so, so we busy in the like process. in the process of we hopefully will get it there's another two people that are also interested in so we'll have to see when does it start when does uni start 15th of feb okay Okay, so, so pretty soon. Yeah, like it soon. must be frosting. But you yeah, could actually yeah. run your business through Stellenbosch because there are loads of parties and stuff in Stellenbosch. So that's the thing we've uh, like discussed, and Ryan's also mentioned it to me. But the thing is, Stellenbosch already has such a developed nightlife for students. It's yeah. a student town. Everyone knows like this place works on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like it's all so developed. Yeah. And what we realized is UCT, Vega, these uh, local campuses in Cape Town. And there are, there's no like set place to go for a party during the week, like yeah. Stellenbosch does. So we were like, this is a gap in the market. Let's fill it. So yeah, we've built a, so we've done four events at Los Angeles Lunch in in Seapoint. Mm-hmm. Actually, seen Chapman there quite a few times. I was there one night. I was there one night drilling, and then do you remember you were there with your mates and they didn't want to let you in? And I was like, oh, no, man, bro. that was he, ages ago. No, cause you, you were a bit uh, drunk and the host, we, we best mates <laughs> of the bouncers, like they but love us because we hosted a birthday there once. Oh, really? So they all love us. So we busy talking and Chapman's like, like, no, 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 these guys, let them in. And the guy's like, yeah, bro, I know these. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I was torched that night. Oh my sake, but, uh, that is hilarious. So that's a pretty like more upmarket club. And so will you run it there still? Or no, so we did four there. And two of them were in season. They did really well. And then the other two were like the 
first two weeks after New Year's. And like, I remember speaking to Brad on the phone, like, should we close? He was like, bro, normally the first literally two, three weeks after New Year's is mm, dead. Like yeah. everyone's just had New Year's. Everyone's just had all the grand events. Like no one wants to go out to- They also on their buzz are trying to do things fit. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> we were just like, let's just run them and we'll, we'll see what happens. Even if we make a bit of money, it's better than no money. Yeah. So we ended up running them. We still made money from them. Uh, not as much as obviously the previous ones, but yeah. So we've got four under our belt so far. Nice. All at LA Lounge. And then uh, we're not doing the Wednesdays anymore. Um, we're still looking with the owner to do their student nights on Thursdays, but uh, yeah. We still so is it curated to like what age crap? Like 18, 18 plus. So 18 plus. We were originally going for 21 plus, filling with tables of like big spenders, guys we know from like a priest and stuff like that. But we realized if we just keep going for this, like no one knows who we are. The people that know who we are, our age. Yeah. So why would we not uh, direct the marketing to people our age? And then as we grow up, we, yeah. we grow up, the owners, everyone else is growing up. And it's like the brand moves with the people. So if the brand's here and the, all the people are here and it's like, it's not moving together. It's a disconnect. Exactly. 100%. So Clever. That's why we have like summer work. It's targeted to us. Yeah, exactly. We, you guys. We rocked it with yeah. Start, you know? um, yeah, so Encore. So actually, funny enough, the last Encore event we did, we decided to print some merch. Yeah. So Leo's girlfriend uh, is good at arts and design. So she designed us like a cool black t-shirt with a really sick design and like this is sick so we made it for ourselves while we were working so like you can see encore and stuff like that we can get cool pictures but like at least realistically 20 people came up just to me alone and were like can we buy that like really? so we were like this is a sick design let's maybe not let it go to waste yeah. and literally uh, less than a week ago we were like cool we're starting a we're starting a clothing brand oh nice so we we're like we're not going to call it encore because that's i mean encore because that's kind of the, the events brand we want to separate it so we called it wear it street and designed a logo for it, really cool one, and kept the back the same. So it's a where it street is the brand, and it's collabing with Encore to make merch. And yeah, it was so that. Where's our merch, bro? Yeah, no, she should have brought a T-shirt here. How, how are you gonna sell the merch? On so on, online. So we've got a website. We've got a website made. It's really sick. If you wanna type it up. it up, it's called whereitstreet.com. Have you worn a shirt? Yeah, yeah. So I've got we've got uh, pictures on the Instagram with it, and we're back. And <laughs> we're back. We're back. And we're back. Okay, cool. Okay. This website looks sick. You guys design us a website. Yeah, bro. So this is our website. It's really. Is that cool. at your dad's house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so these oh, are the boy. t-shirts. Uh, it's still so you have to use a password right now, Jay, to get into it because yeah. it's still under development. We're not done yet, and clearly you can see like there's a bit like things to tweak, but. Leo does all that with the guy that's making it, and we've known the guy that's making it for quite some while. He's also our age. Nice. But like, click on the black one. You can see it's uh, in the front, the back. So that's a design. Yeah. And then if you scroll down, that's uh, Leo wearing it. Is this the Oak I meant <coughs> that uh, came to the, the bachelors? No, that was Adam. No, that was Adam. Uh, so oh, there'll be a picture of Adam on the one. Looks yeah, it looks nice. Looks really yeah, cool. so they're very like- Are we do merch shirts or gonna do like pants as well? So we're doing limited drops. So we're only making a limited amount of those. As soon as they're sold out, we'll never release them again. And then nice. uh, after that, we'll do like collections. So the next one, we're thinking cargo pants because Leo also got a pair of cargo pants made with the back of the t-shirt design on the back of the cargo pants. And everyone was like, that's super cool. So we mm -hmm. might do that. Looking into hoodies, 
but the the main focus of this brand is like it's so it's a passion project for us almost mm -hmm. yeah we, we're not thinking this is going to make like shit tons of cash it's going to become the next louis vuitton but it, like we really enjoy what we're doing uh, with this making the videos making the content making the t-shirts mm -hmm. getting the connects and uh, nice yeah so i think we're looking into hoodies next do you know uniqlo yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool. So Uniqlo T-shirts, they're known for being like quite thick and like heavy and like mm. baggy type fit for like streetwear. Like all sounds. Yeah, exactly. So we went for that exactly. So it's 100% cotton. It's quite like what thick. What grammage? Bon? What grammage is the T-shirt? Like a 200 uh, gram? 180 something. Yeah, 180, yeah. 185 T-shirts. So we also making merch and it looks, we also got black and white. <laughs> <laughs> they got a donut on the back. Yeah, we just <laughs> got a big fat donut. Wait, why not? Yeah, no, those T-shirts are okay. Cool. But anyway, yeah, take us back to school with the whole LGBTQ that came up. Because it was a bit of a scandal at Bishops at one stage, wasn't it? The LGBTQ? Yeah, was it not a scandal or no? That wasn't a scandal. No, no, it wasn't a scandal. It was just, yeah, so. But how? How did like, you know, there's always been these people like, oh, like, especially in America, like, you know, you can't drum in on the children and all that type of stuff. Yeah, well, how does it feel more in America, being, being that type of, so that end of it, you know? More in America, there's more like uh, pushing it on the children. Yeah. There's the conservative Americans, uh, like the Republicans, that are like against that. But uh, so basically, what happened to Bishop shortly is that uh, a new principal came in, and as soon as he came in, so Tony Reeler, and I'm not trying to throw shame on his name at all, but uh, he was uh, also a headmaster at Pretoria Boys. Okay, you know cool. Gaza? He was yeah, at yeah. Pretoria Boys, so he knew him. Okay. And he wasn't very popular there. Really? Uh, from what I've heard from the Pretoria Boys that uh, matriculated when he was there. Mm. And he was not popular at Bishops. So um, he came in and there was radical, not radical reform, I actually wouldn't say that, but there was uh, slow changes to more LGBTQ acceptance and stuff like that. And I think it was also because the OD union was trying to press for that type of change and more inclusiveness. Sure. And Which is a good push. Which yeah, I no, it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a definitely it's a good push. But I think the way they went about it was uh, wrong. Like, uh, a, so there was a big outbreak when they raised the pride flag. I read an article about it. Yeah, so no. they raised the prize, pride flag. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, yeah. they raised it in a few areas. And one of them was a, on the church. And I know the uh, pastor bishops quite well, Father Manuel BC, and we talked to Extend about it, and he was not happy with that because it was like, that's a bit too much. Like raising a pride flag for Pride Month is one thing, like near the school flag or whatever, but raising it like on the churches, he took it as like a provocative move or like a you know yeah, provocation. Sure. So. Yeah, I think it, it was interesting. Uh, all this happened also after there was three deaths by bullying on. Um, LGBTQ members. Three, three deaths. Where? Three suicides. Not at bishops. Not at bishops. No. Yeah, there yeah. was Around a ten South Andrews. Africa. There was I don't know no, if there was one at Andrews. Andrews. There yeah. was one at I, I googled the schools. I can't remember them offhand right now. So what they were uh, bullied and then they died. They bullied and then they committed suicide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Suck. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. yeah so that's why that whole uprise happened mm. in South Africa. A lot of it. A lot of it uh, wasn't. There was a few that wasn't only bullying. It was actually male teachers at all boys schools uh, grooming kids. Yeah. Yeah. So what that happened at St. Andrews, it happened with the water polo coach in Joburg. I don't know if the kid committed suicide, but it came out. When you say grooming, like, take him into the room, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, so Greer, how's <laughs> this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, I didn't know like, about this. But this is where the problem... This, <laughs> <is, laughs> this is where the problem comes. The serious story from this kid, like, had issues. And for psychology, they sent him to the pastor at St. John's. Yeah. And uh, that pastor took him under his wing did whatever he did with him over the three years 
like years later when he was 22 he committed suicide and they only found out then when he was 22 what the pastor was doing yeah. to the kid back and forth Jeez. oh it was actually yeah no so there was a big uproar about it yeah and that's yes. why i think the whole movement started and then bishops went out and then some parents got bummed about it as yeah. well and then but so it was so backlash the thing it. is the reason our uh, current principle wasn't very popular it wasn't just because of uh, the lgbtq that was one of the least reasons actually the most reason was that uh, rugby, uh, a lot of traditions surrounding mainly rugby, but also just the school, they were, he was like super like, no, completely gone. So like one of the traditions, like you guys definitely know, you win a first team wins a rugby game, everyone storms the field. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, no, we're not doing that. What? We're waiting for the whole team to shake hands. We're waiting for it to be safe, everyone to leave. And then afterwards you guys can walk on. And that's rubbish. There's just that, that's just that's <laughs> yeah. just one of the examples. So there were a few yeah, that everyone was bummed about. The yeah. whole crowd was unbelievable. Yeah, there's so much yeah. on there. Yeah, you run on yeah, the jazz. Jeez. And uh, yeah, so that was one yeah, of the reasons he wasn't very popular. But uh, yeah, it wasn't so much uh, the LGBTQ. That was definitely a, a factor because Hawk just wanted to know that story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know the others. I mean, that's you see, I'm enlightened. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot's changing at, at school, especially so, with all these things coming to play. Because even though storming the field doesn't have a direct correlation to that, but like it does in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like they're getting a lot softer and like you can't run into the field because they're worried about people's yeah. safety. And yeah. there's a lot of more people probably suing the school, getting upset with the school. Yeah, we're becoming more Americanized. We're trying to fit in with everyone's perception of what's normal now. Wow. And obviously, I mean, so, te technology is like going to the next level. I mean, me and Joe are playing like Snake on our 3310s. My dad's 3310 and you guys got ChatGBT. So, I mean, yeah, that must have been, okay, yeah, that must have been that, shot that a game changer. I want to ask about ChatGBT and schooling. Explain. Amazing. Go. So, <laughs> Amazing. I'm out of school now, so I can say it. I don't care if my teacher sees it. We, we had like a few thousand word thing we had to do for Allo at, at the end of the year. It was like a thesis. We had a few thousand word, I think it was like 5,000 words for ecos or essays. I completed every single one under an hour. All of them under an hour. Oh, because I literally got ChatGPT Premium. was like... Four. Huh? Four. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. one you pay for uh, with some of my mates. And I was just like, write this so... It can't be detected as plagiarism and that uh, it sounds like a human actually wrote it with not too complex. I gave it a lot of prompts, not too complex vocabulary, prompts but a good vocabulary writing these many paragraphs, this many Make subtitles. Make a couple mistakes. Yeah, like a bunch of things. <laughs> and uh, I also, there's another app called Coolbot. So just in case, I didn't trust it to not be able to detect because or the school is like, no, no, no. If you do ChatGPT, our system and turn it in that detects plagiarism can detect it and you'll get zero. Yeah, and you, you'll get more than zero because it's plagiarism so we're like I found this thing called Coolbot and a lot of other kids were using it you just go paragraph by paragraph copy paste it in changes all the wording around paste it back in oh, so wow. you can literally if you buy the premium you can copy the entire essay it will change all the wording for you and you just doesn't change the meaning I'll it just changes how, how it's uh, like how people read it yeah so. I'll be honest as well I just did a Get Smarter 10 week course and I used ChatGPT for most of the yeah. long answers and it's, they said they had turned it in and I was like, also gave it a thousand different prompts. Yeah. And I still got a distinction. Yeah. Exactly. No backlash. I, I ended up getting like nine. But, uh, with no backlash. <laughs> with no backlash. <laughs> with that like ChatGPT's. Uh, no, they said, I, I read up about it and then they said in the thing, no ChatGPT or no AI. And because uh, we Systems. have a Turnitin system, it gets smarter through UCT. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, our brows double. 
I didn't want to fail, obviously. Yeah. And it was through the property stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. some of the stuff was. Just yeah, it's long and tedious. Yeah, long and tedious, and it's like you don't really write need... that out myself. Exactly. Like <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> AI has changed anything. I mean, I we've used AI. Probably to write emails to... nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, but you can you can literally link it to everything. It's a fucking it's crazy. It's so nice. The thing is, it's. Uh... Do you guys still have books, or do you have laptops at school? No, we we still have books. Okay. We still write pen and paper. As a test is all pen and paper the only thing we use for laptops is if we were doing research on a task or writing an essay or something like that but um okay that's good to know yeah the chat gpt and all this ai stuff it's good for us but in the long run i think people will start having complications maybe not my generation but generations to come because did you even my, read their essays like no, were even like yeah so no. you just saw like whatever this thing says it was like about unemployment and stuff it was quite complicated it was uh, like a few thousand words on unemployment south africa and youth unemployment and like the challenges faced and all this shit i just literally copy and pasted the entire page that was the instructions <laughs> pasted it in gave a few prompts so actually it's changed the report board boom now like 96 percent oh my yeah so and the teacher had no no idea bro. do you think that will affect like people's brands they're not using 100%. it anymore. yes 100 so AI, AI, AI is getting more intelligent we become yeah. i thought about this the other day do you know when we have predictive text on our phones yeah you can half spell a word and then fully spells the word. Sometimes mm. two letters, hundred percent. So like, You're like going... the spelling's definitely getting worse. Yeah. Well, definitely for me. Oh okay. yeah. I can only talk for myself. But <laughs> Even yeah. in a Gmail, if I'm writing an email, I'll be like, "Hey Brandon, sorry for the," and then it will show in like uh, shit, like faded gray, like sorry yeah. for the yeah, late yeah, reply. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. And you just click tab and it falls. Yeah, into yeah. like sweet. Yeah. So I think the world's so, becoming faster and faster. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> faster, faster. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it is, bro. Yeah, no, it is definitely. Yeah, well, yeah things you can. Yeah. I mean, doing a few thousand words in under under thirty minutes is like hard. you know, people had to open up encyclopedias to do that before. Jesus. Can it do it in Afrikaans? Yeah, I did my oral. I wrote my Afrikaans oral. It was actually that was Your a that was a mistake because I I was just I uh, kind of had the same process with the uh, I mean uh, economics and stuff like that. Where I just like got it to write and then I was like cool, but I hadn't practiced it, so I'm busy seeing like all these long words. I'm shit at Afrikaans, so you're checking all these like opgewonde <laughs> long. I'm like, like busy stuttering all these words. And Mr. Bradley's looking at me like I just see him writing down. Like, Fuck. But, yeah, but uh, coming back to what you said, like, is it making people dumber or is it making people slower? Yeah. Something my dad always has said to me, and like an analysis he's made on the world is that as we develop we lose skills that we had before so when the car was developed uh, who knows how to horse ride anymore mm. horse riding is a sport now like you have to be like it's a specified like little yeah. sport that not a lot of people do back in the day how else were you going to get around you yeah. had to go by horse everyone knew how to ride as soon as cars came out who knows like it's a question it's a sport now uh, as soon as chat gbt comes out how all the internet came out no one knows how to look things up quickly in an encyclopedia before look for referencing and stuff like that in books mm. so certain things are good but at some point you need to find like a good balance between uh losing a, a skill completely or gaining something new i think there's like a fine balance that you have yeah, to find and at the at the rate the world's going with ai and all these things even like crypto and stuff like that it's like fast money and, and things like that we're going too rapidly and we're just losing things that are going over our head. We don't even know what what, what they are anymore. So, 
That's yeah, nice. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Roscoe's deep in the thought. Bishop's duality. Yeah. <laughs> so Bishop, you Roscoe hasn't done any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you still millennial or Gen Z? What's your? Uh, I like pen and paper. No, he's, <laughs> he's millennial. Bro. Is he millennial? Wait, yeah. when was he born? When, Ninety-four, I think. Ninety-three. It's up to nine. Is it up to ninety-three? No, Eighty-six I was born to in ninety-three. I think it's eighty-six to ninety-four. Eighty-six Millen- to ninety-four. Millennial. And then from there, Gen Z. Then Gen Z. So what's the next gen? Gen fucking zero, mate. I don't know. <laughs> Gen Y. Let's check. Well, yeah, Gen Y. I think. Is it Gen Y? Yeah. I mean, it is it? Sense. Generation right. of so like Gen Z. Eight-year-olds are just running on iPads talking about ChatGPT all day. That's what I was thinking. Like, when do you think we'll lose the writing? When we stop writing anymore? Mm. Like, in school? Like, when do you think so, that'll happen? Do you think your kids, maybe? I Jeez. don't think my kids. Oh, so I'll, kids I'll, I'll, me, I'll, I'll be super strict about that. Um, but oh, it might be Gen X. Because my handwriting is shocking, actually. So, the way I've done really, it is like I was talking about the, the fine line now. Yeah. So the fine line between Whoa. losing the skill, gaining something new. I've kind of got that fine line now with writing. So I got this iPad for my birthday last year and you, you know what it is. Mm. It's a big iPad. It's about the size of an A4 piece of paper and I've got an app called Notability and it comes with an iPad pen and it's not like sensitive to touch. You can rest your hand on it and you can write still the pen and paper but on the ipad yeah so, so i like for exams a lot of people type the notes screen. some people write their notes but that's writing it's just a lot quicker to do it and a lot more neat you can highlight everything's there so that's so, i think the fine line so when you write does it change your font into a nice font? no you can you can make it to do that yeah. but i have pretty uh, neat handwriting okay. so, so i just want to read it. this um so Generations today each span 15 years, with Generation Y being millennials, oh. born from 1980 to 1994. Generation Z. We actually Generation Y. Yeah, but millennials in brackets, mate. Gen Z from 95 to 2009, and then Generation Alpha next from 2010 to 2024. And so follows that Generation Beta will be born 25 to 2039. Yeah, Beta because they will be Beta. Wait, so it looks like it's gone from like Y to Z and now starting an Alpha Beta. Generation Alpha. Now it's going... What's next? Charlie? Mm. Must be Charlie, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) That's interesting. I didn't know it was every 15 years. And our buddy's like before that Generation X. That our works. Like all the way back to... Was it like... Yeah, who was Generation X? Generation before (laughs) Millennials. So Julius Caesar running around Generation (laughs) X. Uh, there you go yeah it is that's so weird there we have baby boomers were born between 1946 oh, and the 1964 they're currently between 57 and 75 years old okay, no, baby no, that's Gen definitely. X was born between 65 and 79 80 and it's currently between 41 and 56 and then millennials interesting oh, that's pretty interesting you're learning that's something well. new every day every day especially so, when the diet starts abundant would, uh, you, <laughs> would you recommend your boys to go to bishops yes definitely if you had to. so uh, I know these are always crack jokes. You and Brett, oh, bishops, little gay oak does not do <laughs> No, we don't. What do you mean? I'm friends with the bishops guy. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I genuinely think bishops is, uh, bishops is a great school. The way we're going, we'll have to see in the future, but I think still bishops will, will be a good school I have for a question. my students. I have a question. Would you not try one of these new schools with these like new subjects? I think, um, what's the one? It's in the northern suburbs and they're teaching like you know you can study um architecture and you can yeah. study or you can learn like so various have, trades and uh, like completely different kind yeah, of yeah like almost syllabus. a trade school mm. so i've thought about that trades. and right now in my mind it's either two radical things for my future kids it's yeah. either bishops and i want them to get like the real like bishops boy boys only like tough experience okay which 
I don't know if that will still be the case when I have kids. Yeah. But uh, the other side's completely radical. I've never liked how schools teach. Schools teach one way, and that's the only way. And yeah, you just either uh, fit in or fuck off. That's mm. what I like to say. So mm. there's different people. I, so I did a whole oral about this in school, actually, about why school is failing kids. And the reason why school is failing kids is because only 10% of kids nowadays are learning are learners specified to learn how school teaches them the other rest are visual uh, audio learners looking at powerpoints and stuff like that mm-hmm. listening having conversations interactive learners there's a very small percentage of people that are textbook learners and that's what school is nowadays yeah, textbook learning so i always had like this thought like maybe one day as like a passion project when i'm older and hopefully i'm a bit Bit more set up as like a start a school of my own and like you some of the idea in the natural is that you create a test every learner has to do it it's a lengthy process and at the end you find out if you're auditory or visual learner or textbook learner or the different types and then from there you get split up into groups where you learn the way you're actually supposed to learn and the best way possible for That's you interesting. so uh, yeah also a lot of the stuff they teach us in school nowadays is crap pretty null and void like did, did you guys have economics ambitions? yeah we have e- economics is good. we didn't have economics. ecos is good the oh, thing is yeah. i think accounting is the only really good one accounting is the that. only subject in school that i've ever used outside of school i yeah. love accounting i use it for uh, businesses for yeah. encore for where street i've copied the exact same layout as a, a comprehensive income statement uh balance sheet because i, I think yeah. at the end of the year we will be like a how do you say VAT's inclusive or you, you will be registered for VAT? Only if you turn over a million. Yeah. VAT vendor. Try so not. A VAT vendor. The best is not. Yeah, so we, we, yeah, obviously try to load it up with expenses, but if it happens, like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be no, using no, it's like It's all the, about turnover. It doesn't matter about expenses. If you, if you do a million turnover. Oh, yeah, register, turnover. That's Shit. it. Yeah. That's it. End of story. But, um, Which I have to not register my blind brothers. <laughs> so obviously you want to avoid the tax man, but if the time comes, like, I've been reading slowly up about tax. Obviously, my dad's like quite big into that stuff because he's an investment manager. So I've always had his influence. Brett knows quite a bit about, a bit about tax. You are, obviously, all your companies are that registered now. Yeah. So I've got all these uh, great options to learn from. But uh, yeah. It's inevitable. So, uh, yeah, it's inevitable at so some point. But I'll use accounting from school. Sorry to interrupt. But I'll yeah. use accounting from school mm, to help me with all of that. Oh, of course. Economics was too theoretical for me. Yeah. I enjoyed economics. I did really well. Though. I actually got my A levels from nah, Cambridge in economics. economics. Cool. Nice. So, but it is yeah. It's too theoretical. I wish they taught us the theory and then they said, "Well, this is practical. here's That's practice." A, yeah. But in the real world, what happens? Yeah. So if this happens in the real world, it's not just that will happen. Yeah. It's either this or this or this. And this or is this. what has happened in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I wish they taught it like that. Yeah. And also for me, history. I stopped history in grade 10, even though I loved it, it was my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's a passion of mine, so I just continued it at home. Anything I watch on Netflix is just history documentaries, docuseries, because I and honestly love it. But Gareth, Gareth just got a part of it called Blind History. He goes oh, through okay. all the older people of our time. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm listening to it now. Yeah, oh, really? Pretty, pretty cool. So it's, like, it's like half an hour, 20 minutes, perfect, just in and out. Will you send that to us? Yeah, it's got like seven seasons on it. I've listened like Julius Caesar... Um, all, all sorts of things Pharaohs, yeah. Nelson Mandela you see that's a history I love ancient Greece ancient mm. Rome Byzantine Empire Vikings Romans, anything King Edward VI yeah anything pre like 
1500s. I Maybe came, I just came back from Viking land. I was in Norway, bro. Was, yeah. Bro, and I was in a thousand-year-old town. It was wild. Oh, yeah, you see all the, like, uh, about the fjords and Vikings and stuff like that, but all of that old stuff really r- remains relevant to me, especially, like, I, I've started a book called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. So he's known as, like, a, a Stoic, uh, not the father of Stoicism, but a really Stoic person. And it's his personal journal. And, like, in a time where life was very very much more simple than it is nowadays people speak things in a much easier way it is to understand than people try to explain nowadays for me i know it's kind of hard to like explain but when someone explains stoicism yeah from bc because their life doesn't contain stuff like uh internet and stuff like that all these distractions we have they speak more the truth and how it is plainly so it's more easy for me to understand things like that Okay. Stoicism, yeah. I've got so. a, a like a something that I guess I've wondered about. I mean, back in the Pharaoh days, which is like we're talking two thousand years ago, maybe even longer. Wait, one thousand two thousand five hundred, yeah. Yeah. They spoke in in essence emojis. They painted things. Do you think yeah. our generation's going towards that? Like we're just gonna be start eventually just becoming emojis? Talking I think some girls already do, bro. <laughs> is it yeah. like that's the, it? Like the metaverse type stuff. Yeah, we just speak I mean already now, how much emojis do you do for like Common, yeah. common speaking I love yeah, yeah, yeah. think about it now that's we, wow. we're going back to our roots of the pharaoh days you know yeah. <laughs> hieroglyphics. hieroglyphics emojis you know it's more <laughs> see Lenka, you don't that's comment uh, your heart thing. you comment like a hot eye so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i guess yeah. I, yeah, I know what you're saying but yeah uh, yeah it's quite funny yeah but yeah so stoicism is an ancient greek school of philosophy founded mm. at athens by Zion of yeah cfm so the he school, was a father for uh, stoicism the school taught that virtue the highest good is based on knowledge the wise live in harmony while the divine reason it governs nature and the indifferent to the can't even pronounce that word of fortune <laughs> and division. give it a try so so i like i like number one a lot more that's the actual number one well number that's the noun right the yeah, endurance so, of pain yeah. or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint yeah so hmm. that's what I, I like it more so uh, a lot of people think stoicism nowadays because words like these get chucked around a lot it's easy on the internet anyone can post it but uh a lot of people think it's just blocking out your feelings. Stoicism isn't about blocking out your feelings. Stoicism is about feeling things. Something happened to you bad, like you feel shit, you feel sad. And it's about acknowledging those feelings, but not letting it rule your life. It's about saying, okay, I feel mm. like this. Why do I feel like this? Is it in my control? No, I can't do anything about it. Is it in my control? Yes, let's do something about it. Clear head and let's work towards it. Okay, and so, on that note, Johnny, just to you know, digress, you had an, an uh, something happened to you. You had a little bit of an incident while boxing. Yeah. So just moving on to that point, because obviously that would, might have been a hard time for you, and and did this maybe help like getting through that? Yeah. Or, so or maybe you can touch on that because I know we did mention that before. So in plat rage, being an idiot, arm wrestling us uh, all the <laughs> time. Rage. I, I did like a lot of arm wrestling, Something and uh, the last time I arm wrestled, I literally felt like I had a knife in my arm and I was it's like, like dying. Same thing. Exactly the same thing. Like I got tennis over really badly and then I it went away and I kind of didn't acknowledge it. And then we, me, Leon, and Adam, we started a training camp for boxing and because we want to have some white collar and amateur fights coming up this year. But Roscoe's um, also recently started boxing. He's <laughs> yeah. got his gloves today. He's very chuffed. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought yeah. mine. We could have been live for the <laughs> Yeah. I was firing with Luke Wrestler. He's fighting in some exhibition on the 30th. Uh, 30th yeah. of March, yeah. 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 
But uh, yeah, so we went to the gym. Our coach called us and he was like, sorry, I've got like a family thing. I can't make it today. It's uh, quite important. Something happened. So we're like, cool. He's like, just please train. So we go, we're training. Hitting the bag, my arm starts feeling like quite sore. Anyways, I'm like, whatever. Get into the ring. We do some technical sparring. And suddenly I'm just like, Doof, lost my peripheral vision. Could only see like that. My arm is in the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. Literally felt like it, someone cut it off. And I remember just thought I was going to vomit everywhere, nauseous, thought I was going to faint, lying down. And uh, obviously you guys had done Madge yeah. on the podcast. So I remember him coming up and he's like a big MMA guy that everyone looks up to. I remember him like over me like this. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, <laughs> like busy dying there. And then uh, Adam has some medical background because his dad's always been big into like these hectic activities like paragliding, fishing, uh, skydiving and stuff like that. So he knows like he looked at me and I was like white. boiling hot, sweating, but shivering, completely pale white and sweating everywhere. And he was like, uh, when he went to pick me up to say if I was fine, he went under my armpit and I was like, oh, oh, on this side next to my heart. And he was like, bro, I remember him turning to the whispering, but what he said was like, he could be having a heart attack. So they quickly grabbed me and she sprinted down, got me in Leo's car and they drove me to the ER. But I didn't, that wasn't the case. I did IV and everything was fine. But what had heart happened was- Heart attack must be quite rare. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think I'm a pretty healthy, I like to say I'm a pretty healthy person, so I don't think it would happen. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they said my heart, no, my heart's perfect. They took like five hours of blood to check all my organs, perfect. It was just that I had an episode from, I can't remember, it's such a long, one of those like medical uh, words, but it's when you have so much pain in one point, your body doesn't know what to do. So it just starts like using all its self-defense uh, yeah, mechanisms. It fills you with like adrenaline. Yeah, it fills you with adrenaline. It cortisol. takes all the blood from your head to work on that point. So you get dizzy. It starts trying to sweat things out. So like everything happens at once. And then sure. obviously it's not good, but... Yeah, it was super hard. I actually gymmed for the first time yesterday since that. And and how long ago was that? So that was about a month ago. A month okay. ago. She, she took some time off. A, a month and a week ago, I think. And uh, also straight after played rage, tonsillitis. So I've been literally battling tonsillitis. Had it like three times in the past month and a half. Bro, I had my tonsils off. out at 26. It's the no, most yeah, gnarliest so, thing you ever go through. So Jeez. my third time having it, I'm literally like, uh, and it was after we went to St. Francis, like in Billy's Beach and stuff like that. And there's dust everywhere. It was quite stupid. So what dirty girls are you kissing? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I got it for the third time. Went to see the doc. It wasn't as bad. And he was like, listen, we can either take them out now which I don't advise because it's hell for you. My bro. Or, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it's literally, you can't you speak for like Dude, two I days. lost, I think I weighed, I weighed normally weigh between 75, 78. I weighed 66 afterwards. I ate, I ate a half a scone in seven days. <laughs> My bro. I got some soup. I looked, I couldn't do anything. And there's, no, there's yeah. things that trigger it. So I tried a smoothie for, I'll never get. I went to Kauai and I forgot like the list of stuff they give you. And one of them is pineapple. Like, Pineapple aggravates it. And I completely forgot. So I got like some sort of smoothie from, from Kauai. Bro, it had pineapple in it. Oh, oh I nearly fainted, my bro. Like, oh, yeah. it, like <laughs> aggravate. It feels like your throat's coming out your throat. Jeez. No, it's hectic. Anyways, I still got mine and that sounds don't, don't do it. I had I tonsillitis six it. times in like four months. And yeah. I was like, come okay, over it. I, I can deal with this pain, big man. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I, I regret it. Yeah, <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. One way to get ripped though. 
Yeah, so uh, <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, so when I came back from Plaid Rage, the first time I got it was probably the worst. I got it the day after I woke up with it, and uh, I was 90 kilos when I got back from Plaid Rage because I was eating super. I don't know people lose, but I was eating super well when we were gymming while we were on Plaid Rage. Really? Yeah. Jumping so, on Plaid Rage? Yeah. Jesus, bro, we just sent it. Okay, well, okay, let, let me rephrase. We jumped for about a few days in a row, and then we were like, fuck this. I think uh, we had a rule that we couldn't have anything liquid with alcohol. Yeah, bro. We, we were outrageous. Yeah. yeah. It was hectic. Yeah, I didn't even want to mention that to my mates because I know a few of the boys would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I know where it is, bro. But a um, bit of milk with some vodka in the morning. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that sounds horrible. With our Rice Krispies. But I, yeah, I got back from Plate Rage 90 kilos and after about three days of not eating, I was down to like 81. So I lost about nine kilos. Sure. On the first time, sure. but I've Seriously. slowly, I've slowly gained it back, and I'm sitting at about like 87, 88 uh, raw. But uh, yeah, so the tonsillitis was also a bitch that didn't help any much more like gymming wise. Can't gym on antibiotics. Yeah. And yeah, so my doctor was just like, okay, we, we're not going to take them out. If you get it a fourth time, just take them out. Oh really? But yeah. also like, have you recovered now? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm recovered now. Sometimes I feel like a little tingle, and then I'll know like maybe I'm eating something wrong or something like that and I'll just like gargle with this special mouthwash I have but for the whole I'm much better nice. and uh, also I didn't want to get them taken out the third time well the third time I got it which was about two weeks ago is because uh, not tomorrow on Friday I'm leaving to Italy with me Fair Adam enough. Leo my two business partners and all our dads so we're going on like a boys trip so to Italy we're actually meeting uh, Gary. Gary, Gary, yeah, because yeah. I, I just shipped him all my snowboard stuff. Yeah, I so Gareth, yeah, he messaged me in a panic, and then I said, "Bro, I'll ship get my, <laughs> my snowboard stuff over to you because he didn't want to buy a whole bunch of stuff in London, and he's currently in Bulgaria and he couldn't find anything." Oh, well, we're wow. renting. I'm renting that. Well, I just sent him all the gear. Right, so, what like a big box? No, I sent it in a bag, and he's taking it from here to Joburg, and then Russell's taking it from Joburg. So he's just talking about clothes, though. Isn't yeah, yeah. No, I'm uh, talking about my boards. Just, right. the, just the apparel. Yeah. Fine. So yeah, we are uh, leaving soon. Super stoked for that. That's so first time. First time. Italy, yeah. First yeah, time. Yeah. First time ever. We staying at the same place as them. Exact same hotel. It's gonna be the watch. Gareth. Is that just uh, random? Darren. No. So uh, what was random was that we were gonna book similar times. I spoke to him about it at your engagement party actually. Oh yeah. And then he was like, "Oh, bro, come to this place." And there was that night. I checked. There was no rooms available. Next day, I check again. Three rooms uh, pop up. No. So I'm like, cool. Take them. And we got them and yeah. Snowboard trip's going to be sick. There's quite a few of you, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Gareth and Darren are going with about like 10 or so. Mm. So it's another sure. six. It's like 16 of us. There's also yeah. one hotel, all of us. There's also so a big house fun. that was rented out. It's full of my mates. Same time. Yeah, Candle and all of that. Is it, same is it the same? Same is, it is it Lavinia? Lavinia, yeah. Lavinia. Same place, same time. Wow. No way. It's going to be like half South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Have you snowboarded before? No. Can you ski or snowboard? No, no, snowboard. Yeah, yeah, definitely snowboard, yeah. I just don't want to break my... I've broken this wrist alone five times. Five times? Not broken, sorry, fractured. I've fractured this wrist. I heard a lot of people fall and then break their wrist. Double leg break. Double leg break. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris Rogers. Yeah. We're enjoying the rivers here. Yeah. Thanks for being hectic. Yeah, I can yeah. be safe out there, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta find the off piece snow. So one yeah. kind of one yeah. kind of last hoorah before you go straight into <coughs> serious opening week at Stelly's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oof, maybe I'll yeah. come visit you boys. So what's one it called? O week. O week. So I'm actually missing O week. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll be back for the last three days of orientation. But uh but it's we're going for a week to Lavinia and then Adam, Leo and their dads are going back down 
And then my dad wanted to, on the way back, see some clients in Greece. So I'm going with him for a week to Greece. Nice. First time also, I'm experiencing winter. Obviously, we're a Greek family. Like, going every year is a staple. Like, see mm. all our family. Like, it's my favorite place on earth by far. I'm, I'm getting married there in Greece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my first time as well. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be my first time as well. Yeah, Johnny's, Johnny's <laughs> my groomsman. I've got two groomsmen at the table. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Listen up. <laughs> oh, it's because you're an ambitious bro. <laughs> Did you also get a cigar? Or was that just me? I'm not no, special. I got a cigar. Oh, okay. I got a cigar. I thought I was special. You can have my cigar, <laughs> bro. I'm not a fan of the cigar. Oh, I'll oh, have it with pleasure, bro. Yeah, we can share the love those. Bro, how crazy is this? I got another we- wedding, or well, my parents coming for another wedding the week after in Greece, in Milos. Mm, crazy. Yeah, how crazy. When are we not at so Milos? Come, now? Maybe RSVP. Uh, I have an RSVP, well, but I am coming. You got, you got some time, so you better already RSVP. The flight only cost me four grand from London, bro. Tasty. <laughs> that's very nice. That's simple. Yeah, easy way. How does it uh, feel to be a free agent now? I heard that resignation letter went mm. out this morning. Was it yesterday? This morning? No, it was this morning. I think Crazy. it took them a bit by shock as well. They walked in like we're not speaking to you. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. So yeah. you'd be yeah. working on the Diet Sauce Monday merch all day. Yeah. Wait, so how does, how does it work exactly? Do you send it by email or is that kind of like a fuck you or do you have to go in and send No, it? I actually spoke to them before I sent it in. Okay. He actually pulled me in and it said, I heard you want to move to London. So someone ratted me out. How? From the pod? No, from friends, maybe friends' parents. He's quite friendly with a lot of my <laughs> friends' parents. So oh, it obviously yeah. slipped out and he pulled me in and said, oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've got to go. <laughs> um, and then I'm, I just handed the resignation letter this, this morning that was more like formal. It was like a mm. date set. They weren't really sure when. My visa hasn't been approved. So like I'm doing it all kind of like on a risk basis, but sure. end of March basically as I move over. And no job that side or are you just going to wing it? No, no job. Just winging it. But I'm hoping the podcast hits big enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a lot of merch. Yeah. If, you, yeah. if you have any uh, the one that you can think of to add to as a guest, just let us know. That'd be much yeah, appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like going forward. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, so boy. Wait, actually, before we okay. did that, I just wanted to say it's crazy the way you think at 18 because I'm trying to think of myself at 18. Yeah. Going, going into Stellenbosch, I hadn't earned a cent. I still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> like, no business orientation. I was just like, where the fuck's the beer? I'm heading to Stellenbosch and yeah. having a jaw. So the way your mind works. And then also... I mean, I was a waiter. In your spare time, like watching history shit so that you can learn about... I can't even say that word. So, so, uh, it's crazy. So, <laughs> big ups. It's actually inspiring to, right. to hear... It's actually made Bishop speak the way bad. you do. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, say Bishop one more time. <laughs> <laughs> he has, no, he has been... I mean, I'm watching him grow up. It's been... Yeah, it's been the age so, of I mean, 18. Not only that, he's an excellent chef. The man can cook some serious meals. I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm charged ravioli. Making early. some uh, fresh caught tuna today. I actually yeah. caught it on Saturday. Oh, wait. Are we doing like, like a, we're doing like a podcast setup for this guy? Blind dead. On the spot. Yeah, inspiring 18 year old. Fuck, check yeah, it out. Yeah, if there are any ladies listening, I'm about 18. I'm done there. <laughs> 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 you get a couple of cradle snatches, a little 21 and above. No, no. 25. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, no. No, Johnny, you have been impressive, bro. Yeah, it's actually, like like Roscoe said, it's it's really inspiring, bro. Yeah, it is. So, and and then I was, I also wanted to ask, like, what's your future uh, look like? Like in your head, like, what do you are you after? Like a lot of money, or are you after like uh, a certain business or a couple of businesses? Like, what do you have in mind? Like, where do you want to go? Was happiness the goal? <laughs> no, yeah, happiness is the goal, but who doesn't? Want, who wants happiness when you can have happiness and money? Yeah. Know? Okay. But uh, yeah, so. Sometimes I think I have moments where I think I've got it all handled for the future and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, no one has it handled for the future. 
Yeah. Like, I don't care how forward-thinking you are or whatever. Like, the as time will show you, there's bumps everywhere, and that's kind of what I've learned. Mm. And obviously, you guys have experienced what you've got 10 years, a decade on me. Mm. So, I've never, like, tried to think of the future too much, but it's either two routes, which the one route's kind of closing now. So, the one route that I really wanted to go through was finance. Take maybe take up my dad's company or work for like a Goldman Sachs or one of those big ones. And that was like an aspiring thing for me for quite some time. I did a total of like six months of internships while I was still at school uh, for some like Revix. I'm sure you know Sean. Yeah. Uh, uh, Invictus, another big one that had a scandal. But uh, yeah, that was always like my main route. And now it's kind of changed to like, I've met these two guys that I do not trust anyone more that's outside of my immediate family than these two guys. I genuinely think the, they would take a bullet for me. And a lot of people are like, yeah, but you know, friends change and stuff like that. I'm like a hundred, a million percent sure, as sure as you can be as something that these guys will never ever leave. And we will always stick together. We are a team, mm. we're like a, a, a micro law family. Mm. So uh, me, me and them too. And uh, yeah, so I think moving forward, whatever we do, whatever business model, where, whether it's events, whether it's clothing, it will always be with them too. And we will always have laughs and have good times along the way because that's just like, we are so perfectly built to coexist together and to work together. So nice. as the future goes, there's no exact business model um, I've had in my head. There's no like exact end goal, but I just know if I stick with them, if I stick with God and I keep moving forward the way I am, hopefully something will work itself out. And I'm just, you know. Could, could I give you some advice? That. I wish someone had told me when I was 18. Yeah. Like 18 to 30, just enjoy it. Make fun. Have have fun, sorry. Make, <laughs> mis- make, make, fun, make mistakes, you know. Yeah. Do businesses, fail, succeed. That's the best part of 18 to 30. You don't know what you want to do. You don't know what you want to find a feed. I didn't know what I wanted to study. I just got into it because I thought okay it's quite a general degree enjoy the time because that's a time where you can spend the money make it yeah. spend it when you touch to the 40 it's kind of now okay it's time to get a bit more serious okay what what am I good at or what do I enjoy sometimes you don't enjoy it. sometimes you have to just do it because you know it's actually putting bread on the table mm. so 30 to 40 is when you know it's really like okay I think I'm gonna do this and this is gonna make me the money from 40 to 50 is when you start saying okay that's now <coughs> time to like look at your at your at your future at your at your mm. end you know looking at your time and how is this going to make it happen you know yeah. i wish someone told me when i was 18 because i would have i mean i did have fun anyway but well, you know yeah, what i mean, yeah, it's it's not, I mean looking it, back it, on your career i mean you had a lot of fun you did a lot of things it was yeah a nice resume bro yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and i did i changed I changed, the world. I changed from yachting in my 27 to yeah now construction and study and now i know okay this is i'm focused on but i guess I think you kind of lived what you just said yeah, I got yeah. lucky. I got Literally. Lucky. Yeah, that was good. Like just traveling the world and stuff like that, you can't ask for much more than that. Like yeah. making a lot of money alongside it also. So. Spending a lot of money as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I wouldn't take it back to the world. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's don't make anyone pregnant. Don't make anyone pregnant. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a good idea. That is a good fucking advice there. <laughs> Use the rubber, bro. Yeah. Use the rubber. Yeah. Pull out if you don't know as well. <laughs> yes. Okay, Ryan, you can, you can wrap it up. Cool, man. So... The pod normally comes out on a Thursday. Is it going to come out on a Thursday? Yeah. Are you going to be ready for We're it? We're going to push it. So we um, we normally like to give the listeners a bit of advice for the weekend, uh, just something you can throw out. I mean, you've really come with so much advice. 
yeah. from you. I've like been spitting motivation all literally. But if you have anything else to say, yeah. one line, a couple lines, just for the, the listeners at home that they can uh, head into the weekend for. Um, I don't know. It sounds a bit cheesy, but like something I've always tried to do is find your people. It's not weekend advice. You're not going to just find your people over a weekend. But I mean, it's uh, the advice that came off the top of my head when you said that. Mm. Like also speaking about my two friends, Leo and Adam. Beautiful. It's like if you find your people and it takes some time, you swap out through friends all the time. I've done it. It's, mm. it, it's what happens. But uh, once you really find a group of people that there's never a dull moment, there's never argument that lasts more than, you know, a few minutes literally and you guys work together you're always smiling together and you love each other and you'll do anything for each other that's when really ground breaks and like you can do a lot with your life well that's all i'm 18 year old sometimes i'm 18 and i'm saying these things and i'm kind of scratching my head like i mean i haven't really lived that much how am i giving this advice but just literally off the top of my head words flowing out my mouth that's uh yeah, that's my problem. It's good advice. Uh, having Excellent. a tribe is really important. Yeah, yeah. You know, true. Yeah. I could never imagine being a lone wolf. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Inspir- well, inspirational. Yeah. Fuck, it was spitting words from uh, Gen Z. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Please remember to uh, go get your river from Tops and Barkeeper. Ten percent off. Use uh, the code Dice Monday, and we will see you next time. Yo. Yo. Bye. Yo. Yo. Yo.